excited to have this guy back. I was starting to think that maybe he had put Jesse on the do not answer list on his phone. You can read him at ESPN.com. In fact, he's got a preview of the offseason that, quite frankly, makes Bill Barnwell look concise. Jeez. Wow. It's long. <laughs> and I, I read, no wonder I read Jeff doesn't join story. us. <laughs> he is our friend Jeff Passan, the, the Major League Baseball aficionado and writer for ESPN.com, and more importantly, a fan of Jesse's Bullstream TV coverage of the State Bowling Championships. Jeff, good morning. How are you today? Good, gentlemen. I have a question for you. Um, am I eligible for the Kringle Jingle contest? <laughs> uh, sure. Are you going to put together a jingle? I, I think I might. I love I love Danish Kringle. It's one of my favorite things about Wisconsin. Well, a, a fantastic, fantastic treat, not just for the holidays, but for any time of the year. Oh, my God. Well, you got to sing that. Considering that I still swear that you did a voiceover as a as an employee of uh, of waste management that we used to run these commercials, and I swear to God, the guy sounded just like you. I I think you gotta, you're welcome you to do whatever find, you want. You got you got to find that. I, I I have never heard this uh, ad in question. I'm kind of curious now, though. Jesse will find the archived version. All right, Jeff, let's talk about the Brewers. Uh, Craig Council is now the manager of the Cubs and the natives in Wisconsin. Very restless. They're defacing signs at Little League fields. When this <laughs> when this news came out, how did you view it as the unbiased professional observer of the sport? I was stunned. Um, that, that's that's the only word for it. And and I was stunned more because of the emotional ties of this situation. I found it really interesting that Craig Council said he was surprised by the vitriol that came from this. Like, if you grow up in a place like Wisconsin, or, or really, and I say this as someone who, who is from the Midwest, anywhere in the Midwest that isn't Chicago, you look at Chicago as the big, bad, swaggering, obnoxious, annoying, uh, we're better than you turd of a city. And and having lived in Chicago for a couple of years, I, I am extremely fond of everything that is there and everything that is available to people who are in its vicinity. But the sports teams, you just hate them. And so to go there... Um, I mean, it's like Anakin joined in the dark side, man. Like it, it was, it was one of those things that of all the possible outcomes, like I remember, uh, I had gotten tipped probably about 30 minutes before Ken Rosenthal ended up breaking the story. I ended up, uh, I had gotten tipped that council was taking a job that wasn't with the brewers, but it was with a team that had a manager and, so you start doing process of elimination, right? And as I was doing the process of elimination, I kept going back to the Cubs, and I kept saying to myself, nah, he wouldn't. <laughs> oh, he would. And oh, he did. And the, the response 
among Brewers fans, I think, frankly, is understandable and warranted because this was the kid who who comes from Milwaukee, goes and has a big league career that is wildly beyond any expectations you could have had for him when you see him, when you see how he swings, uh, when when you see the, the particular skills that he has, and then comes back and establishes himself as arguably the best manager in the big leagues and, and doing so for a team and a community that he had deep ties to. And so to see him leave, um, I, I mean, look, there, there are stories throughout history, guys, where, uh, you know, great men, uh, they, they just plateau. And, and from hearing what Craig Council said yesterday, I think he felt like he had plateaued in Milwaukee and that he wanted to go see if he can make it in the big city. And uh, $40 million doesn't hurt. So, Jeff, uh, obviously the $40 million was a big piece of it, but why do you think he made that decision? Is it because of the payroll? I mean, is there a myriad of reasons that because the vitriol, I think, would have been a lot different? I think we all were kind of bracing that he was going to go to the Mets with Stearns. But when sure. that didn't happen and it was the Cubs, why do you think it was the Cubs for him? Um, I think it, there's certainly an element of convenience, right? Like it's, you know, 90 minutes from home, um, depending on traffic. And uh, there's a, a distinct familiarity. And I think the, the, the job that Jed Hoyer, the president of baseball operations for the Cubs, had to sell was a really compelling one. Um, you know, you essentially get to take over this team that was good last year, that has one of the best farm systems in the game, and that's about to go out and spend a bunch of money to compliment the guys who are already there. And, and look, for all of the things, guys, that the Milwaukee Brewers do well, spend money is not one of them. Mm-hmm. And and there's no indication that Mark Atanasio is going to be raising the payroll significantly at this point. And so, uh, you know, as as good as the talent on this team is now, as great as I anticipate Jackson Churio is going to be, and as good of a chance as Tyler Black has to be an impact player, and as much as Jacob Mizorowski can can be like the best pitcher in the big leagues if everything comes together. And that's not an exaggeration. Like, he's got that kind of stuff. As much as all of those things may be true, the Brewers are still on that same walkway that they've been on. Nothing is changing, nothing evolving, nothing being supercharged. And the Cubs right now are preparing to supercharge what they have uh, through their checkbook. And look, that is quite often the difference between a team that is good but eternally stuck in, in neutral and, and not advancing to the places where everyone in Milwaukee would love to see them advance and a team that goes out and wins the World Series. So, Jeff, how does, how does this all happen? Because Ross is the manager. Does Jed Hoyer reach out to Craig and his agent to kind of see gauge interest how does how did the whole thing kind of break down because we had heard he interviewed with the guardians and with the mets and i didn't know about the yep. Ash. how did this whole thing break down well he certainly wasn't going to be getting permission 
from the Brewers to talk with the Cubs before his contract had expired. So uh, once his contract expired on October 31st, um, the, the Cubs leapt into action and, and said, essentially, um, you are our top priority right now, and we want to see if this can fit. And, and that was, look, that to me was the most seminal moment of this whole thing. Because Craig Council could have said no, right? That's the moment where he could have said no. I think when he went to Chicago, or when he met with Jed Hoyer for the first time, that's when it was over. Because the the Cubs, you know, if if he is taking that meeting, that means there's some interest there, right? And and when you're sold uh, on the resources of what the Cubs have compared to the the resources of what the Brewers have, and when you want to go out and win a championship. Um, you know, it, you've already taken the emotional leap at that point, right? It's almost like, okay, well, guess I'm cheating on her now. I, I mean, that's essentially what it is when you yep. take the meeting, right? Yep. It, it's, it is opening the door for you to walk through. So, Jeff, the other thing I have on the Brewers side of it is, uh, managers don't typically become free agents, right? It, usually you either re-up Correct. or you get fired uh, before. So do you think the Josh Hader trade, which sent ripples through the clubhouse a couple of years ago, do you think that was the point where Craig Council was looking at this saying, if this is what we're going to do when we're leading the division, maybe I do need to start thinking this is my last year and a half in Milwaukee, or is it just bigger than that? You know, I don't know if that moment specifically was uh, was something for Craig Council that made him sit there and, and question the direction of the franchise. But but I think you're uh, back to the original point you were making and the premise there. Um, I think the Brewers could have gotten this done. I think they could have gotten it done had they been more proactive uh, and had they gone out and said. We recognize that raising managerial salaries is something that is important to you, and we are going to make you the highest-paid manager in baseball, not when you're a free agent and there are others out there who uh, could potentially do the same, but of our own volition. And, and that was not done. And so when that happens, if you're Craig Council, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and uh, say that his decision was right or wrong. I don't know where he is in his life, and I can't judge him for that. But if you're an owner and you value an employee, sometimes you need to go above and beyond to show that employee his or her value. And uh, I don't think that was done in this situation. And that, uh, again, of, of the incidents that opened the door for this potential happening, um, I think that that is one of the early ones that we can look back on and say, yeah, um, you know, there was never a moment where uh, council felt like uh, the Brewers had gone above and beyond uh, what what he deserved for the job that he had done over his nine years there. Talking with ESPN's Jeff Passage. Jeff, I know you're traveling. Uh, you got people honking at you. You got gate agents talking to you. So let me get to a couple of quick <laughs> things before we let you go. One, Tausch thinks that with Craig Council still having his home in Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin, that he's going to take the Hiawatha line on occasion from Milwaukee. One time. 
One time throughout to the season, he's taken that train. Speaking of travel like you're traveling now, do you believe that at some point Craig Council will be on the train from Milwaukee to Chicago? Nope. <laughs> what? Come on. Have you been on that train? It's comfortable. There's no traffic. There's a little bar, a little bar car. Not one time? You don't think he's going to do it once? I, I am perhaps the greatest evangelist for train travel that I know. I, th- I, would, I would take a train over a plane a hundred times out of a hundred. Train travel is awesome. The seats are bigger. The Wi-Fi is stable. The scenery is great. Like, everything about a train is good. But Craig Council might get punched if he goes on a train. <laughs> better wear sunglasses and a hat yes all right two more things before we let you go one i did read your barnwellian piece you talked about Hayter getting to free agency you talked about the possibilities of burns and adamas being traded uh i thought the line about what sort of message does it send after you've lost your manager to your heated rival that you then would shop your best players to what do you think the brewers are thinking I know you mentioned some of the guys that are coming up in the in the system, but do you think mm-hmm. that Hader will end up somewhere else, and do you think that Burns and Adamas will be Brewers by the end of the season in 2024? By the end of this? Oh, man, that's a really interesting question. Um, I, I know this is a cop-out. It's too early for me to say whether they're going to be there by the end of the season. Total cop-out. I, I just, that is a cop-out. I, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Um, Tosh is just I, I mad just, that you didn't back him up on the train thing. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just I just look at it like this. Um, maybe, maybe being a small market team comes with these Faustian bargains that that you have to make. Where when you can cash in on guys, you have to take advantage of that. But I just watched an 84-win Arizona Diamondbacks team go to the World Series and compete against a really good Texas Rangers team that won the wild card in the American League. And, and that says to me that if you have the opportunity to get to October, you take every imaginable mm-hmm. advantage of it, right? And these, those, those moments, no matter how good you are as a franchise, no matter how well Matt Arnold runs it and, and scouting and player development thrives as it has, um, you may run into a dry period. And those years, you're going to look back and say, damn, why in chasing something that this offseason, in chasing something that we could have gotten – potentially in July if things didn't go well. Why would we why would we hamstring ourselves this early unless an incredible opportunity that allows us to stay similarly competitive this year comes along? It, it's just the timing of a Burns and Adamas deal now that doesn't make a ton of sense to me because it just causes so many other things you have to do this offseason in a division that is still eminently winnable and, and I would argue right now uh, the the Brewers are favorites again in the NL Central. Wow. So okay. I, I, I don't know. I, I just I, I look at it like this. You can get 90% in July what you can get right now. 
So why not give the team three months to go out and win some damn games and see if they really are a World Series caliber contender? Yeah, and maybe they will be, and you'll trade them anyway, like you did with Josh Hader when you're in first place in the division. All right, last thing, Jeff, uh, and by the way, we don't get a lot of guests who drop a Faustian bargain reference on our show, so we appreciate that. Uh, Charles Robinson. Is that something like Schrodinger's cat? Is that the same thing? (laughs) I have no idea what that is. All right, so but a Jeff's Fa- got a, a Faustian bargain is a fancy way of saying a deal with the devil. So there you yeah, go. Indeed. All right, okay. so Jeff, right. before you go on your travels, apparently not on a train, uh, Jesse, in his incredible unselfishness, is going to pass on an opportunity to play a clip of his latest bowling call for you because he has found. The waste management ad that has Let the go. vocal doppelganger. <laughs> now you you've transcribed enough of your own interviews that you know how your voice sounds to everyone else. Oh yeah, yeah, as yeah, a pop- yeah, yeah. I'm very, so, I'm very, very self aware about. That. All right, so you should be able to judge. Does this sound like everyone else hears Jeff Passan outside of his own head? Here we go for waste management. It's ESPN's Jeff Passan. A wide array of opportunities abound at Waste Management. They do whatever they can to make sure that you're set up for success, both within the career and just in your personal life as well. The benefits that are offered here are honestly some of the most insane benefits that I've ever seen. They're paying for people to go to college. They invest in the employees as human beings. I've never seen anything like that. Join the Waste Management family. Just search online, Waste Management Careers. All that's missing is that guy didn't make a Faustian bargain reference. Am I right? No. Oh, no! <laughs> what? I don't know. Which 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 one do you, which one do I sound like the first guy or the guy, <laughs> the guy who? The employee they're sending the people to college. Sure. I, am I the guy who was talking about the insane benefits? Yes, that's you, insane <laughs> benefits guy. Uh, you know what? There there's the, I don't think the voice is the same. What I do think is he has the same sort of intonation and like verbal mannerisms that I mm-hmm. do. So okay. I, that. That that I can see. But, I will but I will accept no. that. I'm much much sexier. Much sexier. <laughs> oh, for sure. Couldn't <laughs> there, I don't more. think anyone was arguing with the sexiness. <laughs> Jeff, before you go, Oatani, where does he end up going? Uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Gonna... Cubs. It's, Tell me he doesn't yeah, go to the and... Cubs. I'm not going to tell you he's not going to the Cubs. I don't think the Cubs are the favorite, so let's put it that way. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, – I mean, the Dodgers make sense on a bunch of levels, but I think the, the tie to the Dodgers and, like, the state accompli that that, you know, is being portrayed as, it, it is not a done deal. Uh, and a fate accompli on his way out the door. Man, you are the best. We appreciate you. He is getting you. ready for ball stream TV is what he's getting ready for. <laughs> he's giving Jesse different references to make during the competition. Jeff, safe travels, buddy. Thanks for making time right. for us. We love you, man. Thanks. Take it easy, boys. Man, is he good. He is so good. And I don't his insights agree with the train talk, though. Hey, come on. He's, he I loves think- trains. I know. That's why I'm so disappointed that yeah. he didn't come on board. On board. Nicely done. Uh, this, I was trying to tell you this in the bridal suite. Face punched in. 
It's gonna. He's going to get a private car, and he'll be fine. He's not getting punched on an Amtrak. He's not. It doesn't matter if he has a private car. He's still got to share the walkways to get on and off the thing. People are going to recognize you him really with the disheveled hair. He's going to jump wearing on his that Cubs jersey on the way there over him. his button down. He's not going to wear his Cubs jersey. He'll have and his, his cleats. Bay Little League t-shirt on. Uh, the, yeah, people still recognize gonna... him then. Okay. <laughs> he well, should get... Passon says it. Uh, He's he should get expert. a T-shirt. He should get a T-shirt with the Craig Council Field sign, but with the profanity written on it, just so he looks like he hates Craig Council too. All right. Thanks to Jeff Passan. He's the absolute best. That is a fate accompli uh, and a Faustian bargain for us.